Hey, bitches. Hi. Good morning. Hello. We're back. We're back. We took a break because, let me tell you, <laughs> last week I went and I did not socially distance somewhere for a <gasps> friend. It was very, it was for a good cause. I'm not going to go into details. Don't at me. And no, but if I you thought... would like to get the, the skinny, you can look at Jess's Instagram and see the, her banging pics. Thank you. <clears throat> I made my Instagram private, so. Just kidding. If you don't already follow her, then send her a request and she will decide if you're worthy to follow her. Yes. So I literally got a second degree sunburn on my nose. I literally blistered. My nose blistered and it hurt so bad. I was in such a bad mood when I got home on Sunday. I was like, I'm not doing shit. So no. we did not have an episode last week. No. And then there was an ant situation at your house. Oh, that so, too. So like you just went through it last time, week. I, it's been a very difficult week for me. Um, yeah. As Jamie mentioned, you know, for normal people, ants are very like, it's very inconvenient for, for normal me, people. <laughs> I have a phobia of ants. I'm gonna oh, be really yeah, honest bad. with you. I cry. I I cry. So to wake up for the second morning in a row within five days to see that there's ants in my kitchen, it did not put me in a great mood. It did not put me in a great mood. Yeah, uh, no, I, had I to would kill freak them, out. And then I had to clean them up, and then I had to look at them all day. It was awful. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I'm waiting for them to come back ETA three more days because it's been like literally every five days I kill them and they come back. They that's nutso. So that's fun. Yeah. I, I can't say that my, um, you know, last week has been quite as eventful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I love that been. for you because it sucked. Um, I'm trying to think of what's happened in the last week. Um, let's see. Oh, that music video for WAP came out. Um, oh gosh, honey. The, the old white men are outraged. <laughs> Listen, I came in the living room yesterday and I was like, whop! And I did, I don't know if you don't have TikTok. Okay, but listen, I they, there's a TikTok dance and you like kick your legs straight up and you're twerking. And I started to do it and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Actually, no, I saw it. So um, I follow this gal on Instagram. Um, she used to be like a, like, be competitor, like IFBB pro. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Buff bitch. Oh, I yeah. know who you're talking about. Des, Des Pfeiffer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, she used to be Des B, I guess. Yes. Before she got married. But yes, she's pregnant now. Yeah, she's the cutest pregnant person. If you don't follow she her, is. you totally should. Because, like, she's glowing. She's, like, constantly just, like, radiating positive. She is cute. And she's very funny. Um, but she... <laughs> I wasn't paying dance. attention. I was scrolling through my Instagram stories yesterday the day before as of when we're recording this yeah. and I just yeah see her like fling herself onto the screen and then just start like twerking on the ground and I'm, like fantastic. with a 28 week old pregnant uh-huh. belly and yeah. I was like damn that bitch can still throw that ass in a circle she like- can she really can I was watching I was like damn I could barely get out of bed when I was 28 weeks pregnant but that's fine I have never been thick with child, and I can't do that. <laughs> I will never be able to do that. Uh, That's just not something that I'm capable of doing. It's my weekend goal to learn that dance. I'm not going to record it and, like, show it to anybody. Ex- you know, maybe except you and Audrey. Please but, like, do. Will you I'm please grace get, us in the group chat with that? I have to get drunk first. <laughs> I'm oh, I just got a preview. <laughs> yeah. No, no but yeah, please get litty titty tonight and send videos. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm tired because... Um, Emerson and I did not sleep last night. It was really great. I think we slept for like two hours. Love that for you guys. Oh, but anyways, WAP. So the reason yeah, I brought WAP. this up was because I saw a meme yesterday and I about shit my pants. I thought I sent it to you, but then I asked you about it and you're like, no, what are you talking about? Because I didn't send you any, or you're, you didn't send me any WAP memes and I was like, oh. Yeah, so, you need to. Um, 
don't know if you heard, um, everyone's favorite um, spouse killer, uh, Carol Baskin, <laughs> came out um, last week, or you know, in the last week, and said that um, in the video for WAP, like they had to have had some sort of animal cruelty involved, um, like having animals in front of a green screen or some shit and whatever. Oh, yeah. I I cannot speak to that. I do not. I'm not an expert in. Yeah big cats i'm not gonna pretend to be i was vegan for five some, minutes they had some big cats yeah. in there mm-hmm. they did and so i don't know how they're actually treated i would like to hope that they were not mistreated right. i don't know i'm not going to speak on that but that doesn't matter so mm-hmm. carol baskin basically said that they were animal amusers oh and, okay and on thursday evening cardi b came out and was like you killed your goddamn husband like who are you to come at me <laughs> shut up uh, cardi it sent me to another dimension. It was the I funniest love thing. Her. <clears throat> She's fantastic. Yeah, so Truly. I thought you would enjoy that. Truly fantastic. But like deadass, it was like you killed your goddamn husband. Don't talk to me. Like, <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, Cardi did get a lot of heat for that. <clears throat> yeah, the video, and um, you know, it's just it's a shame because literally so many dudes have songs like i'll let you lick the lollipop or i'll take you to the right. candy shop like it's about time <laughs> we had something just saying right like i feel like it's all in the same you know like vein of like female empowerment and all that like yeah, Hell yeah. let us all have our thing we can talk about our poontangs if we want to our yonis um but yes no in this household we are pro wop <laughs> yeah we're pro wop too or you know if you're on antidepressants it could be a dap <laughs> <laughs> i mean fucking a actually that reminds me so have you been hearing all the things that ben shapiro's have been saying about wop no this is kind of like old news now okay great you have it so this isn't mm-hmm. old news it's just to me because i've been following this for a yeah. week now tell me um, so Ben Shapiro, he's like a very conservative, like political commentator. Yes. Um, he was like, my wife's a medical doctor. And she said that like, if your genitalia is like that wet, like that's a, a gynecological problem <laughs> or like some, something to that effect. Jesus. I'm not, this is not a direct quote, but his wife right. is a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. This is true. <laughs> but yeah. like basically all the memes have come out since then are, um, you've, you've seen the Simpsons, right? Okay, great. Mm. You're familiar with the very conservative Christian man that lives next door to the Simpsons? No. Okay, great. So their neighbor is a very conservative, nerdy Christian man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and okay. there's a still from an episode of like two strippers in the house like twerking on him. Yeah. And he's just like, ah! And he was like, this is Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. But, and there's another one that was like, um, I need to find it. Uh Something about Ben Shapiro's, or like R.I.P. to Ben Shapiro's wife and her dry ass coochie, or something like that. (laughs) Ouch! And I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, yeah, dry ass coochie was the punchline. You gotta, um, we gotta include those. Oh, I've been Uh, writing down things for the last several moments that are potential episode titles. So, you know, be quiet. Oh, the people will be able to see what was chosen. Um, but to now, this for now, this is all just very funny conversation. Yes. Um, at least maybe it's just us. If you guys aren't laughing at home, well, then sorry. Maybe you should get a sense of humor. Line up. <laughs> um, take your dry but ass coochie out of here. And now you have to unlighten because yes. 
We are going to talk about some sad stuff. We are going to talk about some sad things. Are we going to try to find some ways to sprinkle some joy in there? You bet your ass we are. Yeah. Well, but, we have to. Yeah. Otherwise, just life is too depressing. Yeah, especially in this 2020 that we are experiencing. Because fuck this shit. For real. Oh my gosh, I have to tell you this, though. Yes, it's please not WAP-related at all. Okay, so on TikTok, uh-huh. there are these kids. I saw this on TikTok, on the TikTok. Okay, there's these kids. There's an app called Randonaut. Uh-huh. And you download it, and it, it, like, takes you on, like, creepy adventures in your area. So it'll, like, tell you to go somewhere, and it's, like, kind of creepy. Anyways. Is this, like, like, spoopy geocaching? I don't know what geocaching is. So that's, like, when... So... It was more popular, I think, a handful of years ago, but, like, basically mm-hmm. online people would post, like, goose chases to, like, mm-hmm. find, like, shit that's hidden in the ground or just, like, yeah, shit I that's think been so. put areas. Like, sometimes yeah, it's, like, time okay. capsule type shit. Sometimes it's just stuff. Sometimes that's it's whatever. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's kind of... But this is, like, this spoopy version. Well, listen to this. Oh, These fuck. kids <laughs> in Seattle, they were doing that, and... It's always in the Pacific Northwest. Right? So it took them down to, like, this rocky beach area. Mm-hmm. And um, where they, like, they look down and um, they see suitcases. And they're like, hmm, that's weird. So they go down there and they open this. Or I don't know if they open. Actually, I don't think they did open them. But they, like, kind of went down there and there were stuff in them. So they called the police, and actually the app took them to where two bodies had been dismembered, put into suitcases, and dumped. No, thank you. Yeah. Like, they were shot in the head, dismembered, put into suitcases. And that app took those kids there, and they TikToked it. Like, they didn't know, obviously, what was in the suitcases. They didn't know that when they, they got there that it was a crime scene. Isn't that wild? Could you imagine? I have never been so stressed for somebody that I've never met. Right. And people are like, don't use that app. And, like, some people, um, they've been doing it and recording it and putting it on TikTok. It's not right. so big now since that happened. But, like, this other girl was like, I did it. And it took her into, like, a wood, a wooded area. And then she started to hear noises, like, Fuck creeping. And she, like, noise. literally ran away. So if you kids are listening, don't do it. Yeah. Like, it's dangerous. Wow, 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 wow. Right. Okay, wow. I just had to say and just, that. Just that's for crazy. The, the kids in the back. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> wop. Anyways. So, right? Wop. Not whoa, wop. That's just kidding. Title. Um, is it me, me or you this uh, time? I don't know. I was hoping you knew. Oh, shit. I think it's me, but I always think it's me, so I don't know. Um, let me let me pull up the the website and find out. And by the website, I mean not like our specific website. We're that's still a work in progress. We need to do that. Yeah, we kind of. We've do, been talking but... about doing that for a while now. So um... listen, I have to run the website at my work, and it's a lot of work, and I don't really want to run two, to be honest. Right. So I'm thinking like if we have it, th- this is just me spitballing out loud on the podcast because that's we like professional. To do that sometimes. Yeah, we love we love a good workshop sesh <laughs> on the air. You um, know this. You're 50 something episodes in now. Um well I mean 50 as of t- today now 57 regular episodes plus 22 recaps. Yeah, so come on guys, you know us. Yeah, there's like been, you know, 78 79 podcasts cuz I don't think the Q&A counts as a screen recap. Oh. So I think that was a separate episode technically. Okay. So I think if 
Oh, actually, yes, yeah, 79, because um, our podcast host tells us how many entries we have. So, boom. Wow, I mathed that all in my head. <laughs> Good her. We're improving. Love that for me. Yes. <laughs> okay, so happy fridging who went first. Um, I went first, so you oh, go first. Me turn. Me turn. Me, me turn. turn. Okay. Um, oh, speaking of, yeah. um, so I'm jumping the gun slightly and going to give a slight spoiler to my case. Um, mm-hmm. It was written by our friend Trifle Truffles. And Hot my friend, weird minus I'm, two. But we're not doing the same case because I texted you. No, we did check. Um, I did send them a message on Reddit. I sent it this morning. So I haven't heard anything back yet, but I will report back as soon as I know. Okay. Um, Okay. I invited them to... Join us. To join us on an episode and thank them, like, over the top for all of our... um, That would be All their contributions. I dig that. So, yeah, again, thank you, you, Trifle Truffles, for everything. Um, Hopefully you see my Reddit message and... um, Maybe we can collab. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yep. Anyways, so, um, as you were. now, as you were. Okay, I'm talking about Christopher Brian Lewis, who went missing from Boston, Massachusetts, February 4th, 2014, mm-hmm. at the age of 13. Ooh. Yes, so he was expected home by 530. He did not come home. By 6 o'clock, his mom was really worried. Her name is Nina. Um... She said he always came home, or he would call. So this was really unusual. Um, so that day, he had taken the school bus, um, and it had dropped him off at, the, at a corner, the corner of Morton and West Selden. The bus driver did confirm Christopher was on the bus, and then Christopher's friend told his mom, Nina, that he walked with him right up until they, he was about a block from his home. But he never made it home. Holy shit. So, since Christopher's disappearance, uh, Nina has posted flyers um, in public on social media. She has not heard anything from the police. Um, The Charlie Project says that they believe, or the the police believe, that he ran away. Damn. Um, They said that he had gone missing on previous occasions. He had been found on Dorchester Avenue in the Fields Corner area. But Nina said he never ran away. He was either in school or at home. And she rejects the idea that he was part of any gang activity. So she she posted a petition on change.org. It closed Mm -hmm. now. Um, There was really no coverage in the news. Um, The police haven't updated her. There's really, like, no other information. Um, so they did um, Trifle Truffles. She ha- or they have a, link, a few links up here um, about the case. There's really, like I said, not much. Um, right. The, the co-founder of Black and Missing Children Foundation, um, or Black and Missing, I added the children. My apologies. Um, law enforcement... <laughs> often classify children of color as runaways without having all of the details Mm -hmm. and then it just basically like it kind of like absolves them from their responsibility of figuring out what happened to this child and i emphasize child he's 14 even if he ran away it does not matter you need to find him he's a 14 year old a 14 year old (laughs) is so vulnerable and male or female such bad things can happen to you on your own at that age 
that like it does not matter if he ran away or if he was kidnapped a hundred fucking percent you look for and that's like so frustrating because you hear it all the time especially like it's kind of surprising that in 2014 that this happened because you know like back in the day i feel like this was more popular like oh they ran away yeah, like, or, I feel like you could say that in the 70s and 80s. You can't right. say that after 1995. Like, I'm sorry. Like Right. Well, and, like, they would often say that, too, about, like, missing spouses. Oh, she ran away. Yeah, like, or, what the like, fuck? Or, like, just, like, people that, that weren't, like, as valued in society. So, for this mm-hmm. to happen in 2014, yeah, was my mind. So, in um, the co-founder, her name's Natalie Wilson, she mm-hmm. says that, like, NECMEC, which is the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, they don't distinguish anymore between runaway children and abducted children because what? it doesn't matter, though. Like, it's a good thing. I guess thing. that's like, true. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and I think that they do that because either way, they're a missing child. Yeah, it, it shouldn't matter in the matter of which they did go missing. Yes. And also, especially since most of the time, I'm sure it's speculated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you there's not know. a lot of way you can prove it unless they are found exactly so um yeah they uh trifle truffles also pointed out um Mm -hmm. something called peas in their pods it uh they created that rilia rilia alert a missing child alert Mm -hmm. um which basically bridges the gap between like an amber alert And, like, so what an Amber Alert excludes mm-hmm. and, um, like, how it does or does not engage, you know, certain right. certain things. So um, <clears throat> it was named after a four-year-old girl named Rylia. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Wilson, um, who was in the Florida foster care system. She went missing for over eight months before anyone realized she was gone the fuck um the rylia it's r-i-l-y-a how would you say that rylia 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 okay rylia i think the rylia alert is not a replacement for the amber alert but an extension of it so that it's you know because obviously if you're kidnapped or you're adopted abducted they'll issue an amber alert and like you'll get that alert to your phone if you're in that area i was gonna say Um, actually i just pulled up the criteria Mm-hmm. Um, so I, this is coming from Amber Alert dot, uh, OJP, uh, which is like the Department of Justice, like dot gov website thing. Um, so summary of Department of Justice recommended criteria for issuing an Amber Alert is mm-hmm. there's reasonable belief by law enforcement that an, abduct, an abduction has occurred. So specifically like has to be an abduction case as yeah. opposed to like a missing, like just a runaway or missing child. Right. Um, law enforcement agency believes that the child was in imminent danger of serious bodily injury or death. Um, there's enough descriptive information about the victim and the abduction for law enforcement to issue an Amber Alert to assist in the recovery of the child. Mm-hmm. Um, the child is 17 years or younger. Um, the child's name are, and other critical data elements, including the child abduction flag, have been entered into the uh, National Crime Information Center system. So those are the, like, criteria. So if it falls outside of those criteria, so, again, like, specifically, like, if it's not an abduction case, maybe there's no imminent danger of bodily injury or death, but, like, they're just a missing child or, you know, person. Because I think this also goes to above 18 years old in some cases. 
because yeah. I am somewhat familiar with this different kind of actor. Yeah. I just <clears throat> like I just don't. From in my opinion, any child mm-hmm. that goes missing is in imminent danger. Me too. Like it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter. I do think that this is a great idea to it, it create an extension. Um, Absolutely, you know, it just it's it's important. So I'm on this the real realia man. I really I'm not doing good at this name. Um, and I also could be very wrong, so don't take yeah. our word for it. <laughs> um, so I'm on their website, and it says that it was created to help spread awareness about the disproportionate amount of media ch- attention that missing African American children receive. Mm-hmm. So this alert is supposed to bridge this discrepancy and by shortening the response time in which crucial information is shared with the public. Um, it is transmitted public or um, electronically, similar to an Amber Alert, but without the stringent criteria. So, um, there are still, like, a few, um, like, there are still some criteria, like, we, mm-hmm. we've you know, discussed, um, I think that it's, this, it's similar, children must be 17 or younger, parents must have contacted law enforcement, um, and the agency must believe the child is in imminent danger. Um, mm-hmm. but the alert also can be used for children who are classified as runaway. So... Um, but yeah, it says all children of color meeting the criteria for Amber Alert will also receive the Rilia, Rilia, however you say that name, um, alert. So, um, we can link that too. It's pretty interesting, but. No, it's definitely very interesting. I think, um, it's worth everyone just checking out kind of, again, like, because you are probably everyone's heard of the Amber Alert and like had one pushed to their phone at an inopportune time. Yeah. Oh, always. (laughs) You're yeah. Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, this deafening ass so, noise. But yeah, um, I. But yeah. Um, if but there's so many. Has any information yeah. About Christopher's disappearance, they urge you to contact the Boston Police. Um, you know that being said, this was six years ago in 2014. He would be 20 now. Yeah. So he's an adult, but you know. It's possible he's still out there. Um, yeah, I mean, just his family. If he's okay, I'm sure his family wants to know he's right. okay. Um, but my, I don't know how a 14, thir- this says 13. Um, the Reddit says 14. So either way, I don't know how a child of that age can make it there by themselves for that long. Not fucking easily. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is important, um, yeah. as all of our cases are, but... You know, there's something about missing children. Yeah. Yeah, so. And, like, I don't want to get too much into it, but, I mean, even with, like, all of this, like, human trafficking and stuff going on, Mm -hmm. you know, the, you know, being talked about. Mm -hmm. um, Which is You know, yeah, like, a lot of times it does start with an abduction or. Oh, yeah. Or um, a missing child, a vulnerable child. A quote-unquote runaway or Mm -hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? So, you know, like you said, like, every missing child is in imminent danger of some sort. Like, that's how. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, it's not a fucking conspiracy. It's not just, you know, people in Hollywood and politicians. It's right. happening everywhere. Yeah. It, so, it, it, keep your true. fucking eyes open. Don't give people an excuse to yeah. come after you or your kids or right. your, you know, friends and family's kids. Mm-hmm. You know, just be very so, fucking aware. Yeah, it's... it's 
you know, it's a scary world mm-hmm. out there, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and, you know, also instill your kids with fucking, you know, the knowledge and empowerment to stand up for themselves if something's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, it's scary. I, I went to um, kind of like a local nature place mm-hmm. to take a walk the other day with Emerson mm-hmm. And I got there, and it was so nice. It was mostly shady. And as I was walking, I was like, you know what? I don't have very good cell phone service here. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of just, like, weird – there was just a lot of men around. Like, And some of them were, I'm sure, fine taking a walk, taking a stroll. Some of them were kind of just loitering, which was weird. And I got, like, maybe a couple minutes into my walk, and I was like, I don't feel comfortable and I turned yeah. around. I don't feel comfortable being a woman alone with a baby. I'm yeah. an easy target. So no, I, I literally percent. had to turn around and go back. The, these are the kinds of things that I don't think that men think about because they don't have to. But... No, because they're not as likely to be a victim of that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, similarly, I mean, back towards kind of more the beginning of quarantine, um, it was like 5, 6 in the morning. I went for like a jog in my neighborhood. And, like, someone kind of started following me, like, a a grown-ass man. And, like, I kind of kept turning into different areas to try to, to see, one, confirm if he was following me. Like, I turned my headphones off, I kept them in so I could, like, hear. But, like, so he thought I couldn't, Mm -hmm. hopefully. (laughs) Um, Like, he followed me for a good, like, ten minutes until, like, I got, like, close to my, like, townhouse community. That's scary. Yeah, like, I was... scary. mm -hmm. I, I was watching a video on Instagram of a woman the other day who was in Target, and she was just kind of yeah. up and spaced out, and she was like, you know what? I realized that a man was following me. He had no cart. He was not picking anything up. He was just following behind me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I was, she was, she was crying. She was so, she was so upset, and I was like, ugh. Yeah, actually, I've heard a lot of things about uh, specifically like Target parking yeah. lots and like stuff like that lately. So like, just like I said, just be very aware Yep. Like, people are fucking gross. Um, yep. Honestly, so, I take Wes with me to Target. I don't go by myself. I usually just have it shipped to my house. Yeah, that too. <laughs> like, or I do drive up. But I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I've done the order pickup a hundred times. No, drive up so easy. Don't have to go in. Huh. Um, Interessante. I have yeah. to give that a go. I recommend Well, I think they're going to start doing, um, like, groceries <laughs> for pickups and drive ups because um, I'm used to be a manager at a target um mm-hmm. many moons ago and i'm still part of like some target like facebook groups just because yeah. i'm nosy oh. yeah um and i like to see what's like going on and um i can do that obviously because i'm still in these facebook groups but like they were saying that like they're getting coolers to and i don't know how like inside information this is and if all stores are getting this so like nobody fucking at me um especially if we're like co-workers and you're like that's not fucking happening jamie you're talking out of your ass like, sorry about it. This is just what I was I saw on Facebook. And everything on the internet's fucking true. So, I'm just relaying that information. Everything on the internet <laughs> is true. Everything. <laughs> um, anyways. So, they were saying they were getting coolers up at, like, guest service or, like, for an area in the back room that are specific for drive-ups and or pickups. So, like, oh, nice. you can start That's ordering awesome. groceries. Like, you know, um, like, like, at, like Whole cart. Foods and stuff yeah. like that where you can order ahead of time and, like, go pick it up. Yeah. Um, they have coolers in the front of the Whole Foods stores that offer that. Yeah, um, that's so cool. And you walk up and just grab your bags and go. So Target's going to have basically the same thing, um, but it's going to also be available for drive-up. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Um, again, nobody quote me. Like, yeah, I just saw this on Facebook. Not each store, but probably going to test it. Yeah, and it's starting to roll out. Like, not. I that's don't think all stores cool. are going to ever get it. Like, I think there's some that will probably, like, especially, like, small format stores and shit like that, because there's 
Anyways, I'm not going to bore you guys with the like logistics I, of Target, yeah, but yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's fine. Now that we're sufficiently off track, would you like to talk about your? Yes, uh, and I also um, actually have an update on my message with Tribal Travels. Oh, because um, I'm on Reddit uh, to read on the, the case Reddit. for you know for my portion of the show, Shoot, and uh, they replied. They said, uh, "Good morning. Thank you for reaching out. I'm glad to hear the pe- uh, the people that I've posted on here are being discussed, and that's great of you to feature such um, important disappearances and deaths." Uh, please continue to do so. I appreciate the invite, but I'm going to decline at this time. Thank you again for all that you're doing, and have a great weekend. So, your her first trifle truffles is part of the part of the cause. That's cool. <laughs> but um, uh, just well, thank you, they don't want to be truffles. featured. We, under- we understand, but yeah, thank you. So, um, I let them know about you know the name of the show so they can check it out and what yeah. have you. But um, yeah, so again, thank you, trifle truffles, for all that you've done. Um, yeah, we are yeah. beyond um, thankful because yes. um, you've made it quite easy for us to do the series that we're doing. So seriously, I, I sh- sometimes, you know what? It is a struggle to find cases mm-hmm. like this because of course they're not talking about, right? We've, they're not covered as extensively as white people. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, no, fucking straight up. Um, there's, yeah. um, like a quote that um is in almost all of the trifle truffles posts that's um when black women go missing when black women go missing the silence is deafening yeah and i was just like fuck yeah because like it's true yeah um devastatingly enough yeah um and so So. this one that i've chosen for this week um is one that's very close to home for me Mm -hmm. um it's like within 30 minutes of my home ish Uh, So this is LaToya Natasha Thomas, um, missing from Hayward, California, September 30th of 2000. So just three days after my sixth birthday. Dang. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're coming up on the uh, 20th anniversary of it. So that's also why I wanted to feature it. And also because it's so fucking close to home. Um, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So this is an unresolved disappearance. Um, LaToya Natasha Thomas, 25 years old at the time of her disappearance, was last seen driving away from her Riverside Terrace apartment complex on the 1700 block of B Street in Hayward, California, around 10.30 p.m. on September 30th of 2000. Her boyfriend, Nathan Noel, was following closely behind her in his car. About half an hour earlier, uh, she was seen doing laundry by the manager of the complex. Earlier in the evening, she was in San Francisco where she attended a birthday party thrown by co-workers in their honor or in her honor, excuse me, as she had turned 25 a few days earlier, which is wild. I actually am curious to find out what her birthday is, if that, like, exists. Yeah. Because maybe you have the same birthday. Right. Uh, No, her birthday is October 2nd um, of 75. But it's weird because, like, we're the same age. Like, she was 25 when she disappeared. I'm 25. Yeah. Right now. This is, like, about to be, like, the 20th anniversary. Yeah. So, wild. wild. Really. So I, just, I needed to look that up real quick. Um, so, boop, 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 boop. Um, she left the party and headed home around 8 p.m. Um, that Saturday night, uh, stopping a few blocks from her home to get cash at the Provident Central Credit Union on Foothill Boulevard near downtown Hayward, um, which I think now is kind of near the um, big target in Hayward. I've never this was really 2000. Been, I'm not super familiar with Hayward, to be honest. Um. I'm not either. I've only been a handful of times, like, and, like, mm-hmm. kind of bopped around, but, um, yeah. 
I had a girlfriend that um, was a manager at the Target over there for a while. Oh, okay. Um, boop, 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 boop. Where am I? I can't find where my place is. This is going great. Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, I've had too much coffee already. Like, I'm just like, boop, 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 Oh, I like too. it, though. I like it. Like, okay. I haven't even had a full cup yet. Oh, but, honey. But I also haven't eaten yet today, so, like, my brain is just like, wee. <laughs> I like that, though. That's good, I know. That's Love that morning. for me. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so, she was supposed to pick up her four-year-old daughter from Nathan's mother's home on the next morning. Um, she never picked up her daughter and has not been seen since. Um, Nathan reported her missing October 3rd, uh, which I think was her birthday or the day after. Um... LaToya's gray 1986 Mazda 626 was found unlocked on October 4th by a BART employee on the 900 block of B Street. Her purse and driver's license were in the front seat of the car. Uh, Hayward Police Sergeant Gary Branson noted that the department was quite concerned for her. This is very suspicious and out of character for her, but stated that there's no evidence of a crime thus far. Um, I mean, I don't know. Could have fooled me, but... Yeah, yeah. But okay. Right. Sure. Neither here nor there. Like, okay. again, I guess I'm just speculating, but... <laughs> maybe I'm uh, just cynical, but... Yeah, maybe I'm just cantankerous and, you know, am very suspicious of, you know, police officers. Hmm. Call me <laughs> an old white man, because right. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, I digress, sorry. <laughs> that hit me in the giggle dick, wow. <laughs> Thank you! Um, so in 2007, Nathan was a suspect in the murder of his own girlfriend, uh, Leah oh. Akins. Oh, shit. So different oh, girlfriend. Okay. 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 This is <clears throat> not seven years I don't later. like where this is going. Okay. Uh, like police responded to a shooting at an apartment complex where Leah was pronounced dead at the scene. A day later, Nathan was later shot and killed by police when he fired a 45 caliber revolver at the officers when they tracked him down and approached him in a restaurant. Police believe this to be the same gun that was used to kill Leah. Uh, recalling Latoya's disappearance, Hayward Lieutenant Reed Lindblom, Lindblom, sure. Um, sorry about it. <laughs> um, you know what happens. This man stated <laughs> that the department had interviewed Nathan several times, but never had any indication that he had anything to do with her being a homicide victim, and this being Latoya. Um, okay. in fact, they couldn't really establish that it was a homicide, as there was no signs of foul play. She was just missing. Um. Latoya's disappearance was classified as a missing person case under suspicious circumstances, with Lieutenant Limblum highlighting the department does not have enough facts to determine if Latoya is a homicide victim or dead. Uh, Nathan was never named as a suspect, but the disappearance was highly suspicious. Regarding the case, Lieutenant Limblum stated, It is going to be open until we have some sense that it's not open anymore, which I hope is true. Um, mm -hmm. And I hope that they're like actively investigating it instead of just like open and like sitting on somebody's desk collecting dust. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you know, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't have much hope for it, but okay. Right. Uh, fuck. Yeah, Latoya remains missing. She's 5'2 with black hair and brown eyes. She has a small scar on the left side of her nose and her ears are pierced. Anyone with information on Latoya's disappearance is asked to call, uh, 510-293-7034. Um, and then, uh, the author does also, uh, put, uh, this is again, um, our, friend of the podcast, Trifle Truffles. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I feel like I can podcast. say that now. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I could not find any information on what Nathan stated during his several police interviews. He appears to be the last person to have seen her, and it is highly probable that he had something to do with her disappearance. It's also unclear why he was following her in his car. I could not find an explanation, but some articles surmise that it uh, would not have aroused suspicion as they would have looked like they were both going to his mother's home to pick up their daughter. Um, the links below are the few primary source news articles I found regarding Latoya's disappearance. The last link has an update from Leah's cousin, which provided to, which she provided to a blog last month, um, which I believe, because this was written, I think, within... This was written two months ago, so this okay. that, that had to have been written back ago. in, like, April, May. Yeah. Um, okay. Do, 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 do. Um, but uh, Trifle Truffles doesn't include any of the information from the blog post itself, because she can't mm-hmm. sure if it's actually Leah's cousin or if any of the information was related to the police at any point. Okay. Um, the title of the post comes from an Essence article linked, linked above, which is titled, Have You Seen Her? When Black Women Disappear, the Silence Can Be Deafening. And that was the quote that I referenced earlier. Yeah, and um, it's true. A hundred fucking percent. Which um, is Lato- devastating. Yeah. Latoya, along with seven other missing women, is featured in the Essence article. So there's a whole Essence piece about this. So um, it, it's linked in the Reddit page, which will be linked in our show notes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, premises of the, the premise of the Essence article was intended to highlight the scant attention paid to dis- the disappearance of missing minority women in the media. The articles linked below have an extensive discussion on the reason for the discrepancy in reporting. For anyone interested in a scholastic approach, uh, the linked article from the Journal of Criminal Law and Criminology does a great job of explaining the racial disparities by focusing on analyzing data gleaned from the missing individuals who appear in online news stories as compared to the overall missing population collected through FBI data. So, basically, if you would like some articles to substantiate what we've been saying this whole time and why we're doing this series in the first place... Yeah. Um, those articles will be a great source for that, and in fact, maybe we'll link those separately. Yeah, um, I also linked one last. Ep- you did last full episode, so check that out. But yeah, we can um, definitely keep. Yeah, and we have wish. been yeah. posting some articles. Like I've now posted the Wikipedia thing for white women syndrome a, a, a few times. So yeah. maybe yeah, maybe each week we can post a different article or page that's yeah. pertinent. For sure, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, we're, we're constantly growing and evolving, and if you have better ideas than we do, like, definitely, like, college girls. Um, yeah. We're open. Like, we're we're learning. We're all doing the thing. Heck, yeah. I yeah, mean, hopefully. We, <laughs> we, are, we are trying. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of which, last episode, I mentioned that I finished, or was almost done with, White mm-hmm. Fragility. Yeah. And there's so, mm, there's just so many good points. Okay, because um, we're just going to read a little snippety doodah. Yeah, I should have, like, picked out, because I saved so many, <laughs> so many <laughs> spots in this book, but, um, so I think that, like, it's kind of important, because I didn't quite, um, realize the, kind of, like, the perception that we have when we call somebody a racist, and we Yeah, holy shit, right. yes, um, you um, and I were having a conversation about this the other day, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. It's so it's just interesting because when you think of a racist, you think of a bad person, right? You think of somebody who's mean, who's ignorant, bigoted, prejudiced, old, probably southern. This mm-hmm. is from the book, not not me. Um, and to call somebody a racist is like you're attacking their character because when yep. you think of a racist, you think of somebody who's you know, like in the sixties beating black people and protesting the end, you know, the end of segregation or, 
you know, like lynching people, being a part of the KKK. Those people are all racist people. Yep. But in today's society, we need to change how we view that because that's not what racism looks like anymore mm-hmm. on the whole. It could, you know, in, in some ways it might be just like a, a bit, it's, a, it's, it's maybe dampened from that. We're not yeah. obviously actively segregating. We're not actively, you know, preventing black people from going to our schools. We're just doing it in a smart way, and we're doing it in a way where we don't have to even talk about it anymore. And that's kind of like the point that, like, we have this this concept of a racist, and it's you're if you're a bad person, you're you know if you're racist, you're a bad person, and if you're not racist, you're a good person. But we are all socialized and raised in a, in a racist society, and in a society that is based upon racism, and we have to acknowledge that as a part of our, you know, as we grow up and our socialization. It's just, it is like we can't, you can't say that you're not because you, we all have biases, and we all you know, we all can be prejudiced or, you know, make racist comments sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it, and if you can sit there and acknowledge that, that you're going, we all have done that and we've all made mistakes and we've all said things, dumb things. Yep. We grow up and we learn. And even now it's like a constant thing of learning. So if you can come to terms with the fact that you might do racist things sometimes and it does not make you a bad person, you can't ignore that. No, exactly. And it reminds me, what you were just saying reminds me so much of a thing I shared on Facebook yesterday, um, at least as of recording this. Um, if I remember, uh, we can put it in this week's episode images. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that thing with like the little gray dude Oh yeah, uh, talking was, to yeah. the girl. Um, I'll just read it. So yeah. um, it's a four panel comic. And the first one is a little gray, gray faceless man talking to a gal. And she says, hey, this thing happened to me. And then the gray man says, I don't think it or I'm assuming it's a man, I don't know, the gray person is <laughs> the gray. saying, it never happened to me, I don't think it happens. And then the gal says, I'm telling you, it does. Mm-hmm. And then it shows a group of people saying, all saying it happened to me too. And then the gray person saying, it's never happened to me, so I don't think it happens. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's really just bonkers that like, that's like an actual mindset that people have. It is. And um you know we are not we are not black we will never understand what it is to be black and when you know an overwhelming amount of black people are saying that this is not okay this is racist we're being Mm -hmm. you know discriminated against then you have to listen it's not your place to tell them that they don't they don't know what they're talking about Um, no just because it has not happened to you personally does not mean it's not happening yeah it's just like this book is so good um so yeah it's just so I guess that's what I really wanted to highlight is like the definition of how we think of a racist in today's society and yeah no that's really fucking good like um because there's so many that I've heard I've heard like family and friends say that I'm like oh like there's she acknowledges some of these things like my parents weren't racist and they taught me not to be racist or I don't see color yep. or race has nothing to do with it or I'm not like, trying to we're be all racist, one race the human race like shit right. like that focusing on what on race is what divides us I marched yes. back in the 1960s I was taught to treat everybody the same which you might but not everybody is the same <clears throat> so right yeah I just 
I really recommend this book. You know, even if you're not sold on this, just if you, I mean, it's just opening your mind a little bit mm-hmm. um, and taking just you a, maybe a different perspective. Exactly. And um, to kind of piggyback off that, I just also finished How to Be an Anti-Racist by mm-hmm. Ibram X. Kendi. Mm-hmm. Um, again, also cannot recommend enough. Um, yeah. And to piggyback actually off of the quote that you had read from White Fragility, mm-hmm. there's a bit from the introduction of the book that, um, so this is in his words. So racist is not, as Richard Spencer argues, a pejorative. It is not the worst word in the English language. It's not the equivalent of a slur. It's descriptive. And the only way to undo racism is to constantly identify and describe it and then dismantle it. The attempt to turn this usually descriptive term into an almost unusable slur is of course designed to do the opposite, to freeze us into inaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like that really stuck with me. Cause like, like you said, like you, like calling someone racist is like one of the worst fucking things you can say to somebody. It is. Like how offensive, like, oh my God, like how dare you call right. me that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, like even though about, I am, how dare you say that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like think about how you think of a racist. It's yeah. probably somebody who walks around wearing Confederate flag apparel, a you know, hat. saying, saying the N word, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like people like that who, you know, are me are mean who are outright mean mm-hmm. it, it 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 isn't that anymore i mean that is obviously no. one example but um yeah it's and then she also talks about how we have white solidarity so when we yep. hear things that are are problematic and racist we don't call people out because that is so offensive to be called out especially in front bless you in front of thank you other i people. muted my mic they didn't hear it <laughs> oh, i just sneezed <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, so it's just, um, you know, like, it, it, it also addresses where do we go from here, which Mm -hmm. is important, because this is like a, you can't just sit here and say, well, I acknowledge all of this, I'm done with my learning, right, because you're, we're never going to be done with it, we're always going to make mistakes, it's the society that we're raised in, and Mm -hmm. we should be okay with being held accountable for that, and, yes. um, you know, take it as a learning experience. Yeah. No one should be ashamed to grow up and learn. Yeah. Like the, you should always feel comfortable at any point in your life to take any kind of lesson. Yeah. It's okay I mean, if it takes yeah. you a while to get there mm-hmm. as long as you start to get there. Right. And the last thing I'm going to touch on on this for today is mm-hmm. like one thing that I have seen like over and over in like the I'm going to say the generation of you know older folks in my circle like people that I've known for a long time family yeah. friends etc mm-hmm. um, that definitely tend to lean a little bit you know more to the right um, and by a little bit I mean like a lot of it <laughs> <laughs> um, was like I'm not going to apologize for something my ancestors did or like yeah. something that happened 400 years ago I just want to, like, make it very fucking clear. Nobody's asking for that. Right. Like, nobody has asked for that. Mm -hmm. Not one person. Nope. That's not what anybody's asking. So, just shut the fuck up. (laughs) Thank you. That's that's all I have to say about that. Thank you. Um, We will get off our soapboxes now. Yes, for Um, now. um, I do think, um, you know, again, not to workshop too much on the show, but, like, maybe, like, once, you know, at the end of the episodes, we can kind of, like, touch on a, you know, you know chunk of a book we liked um in regards to the Mm -hmm. the topic at hand so i agree i agree but um so 
I guess we'll wrap it up, but we're going to do screen recap of the next episode of Unsolved Mysteries, which is Alonzo Brooks. Yes. Not Alfonso, like you said that one time. (laughs) I got it right. Alonzo Brooks. Um, And then, yeah. So thanks for listening. Yes. Oh, do you have anything uh, fun and fresh that's not white fragility? Oh, um. And something positive (laughs) in your week of, you know, sunburns and ants? To be honestly, like, to be honest, no. (laughs) I don't. I mean, Emerson's gonna turn one in like eleven days, and I'm like losing my mind. It's all fine. What about that cute ass outfit you got her though? Okay, it was really disappointing. But it's, it was so cute though. It's cute, but it's not that cute. Like I put it put it oh. on her today, and it's like it fits weird. I'll take a picture and send it to you. But I'm disappointed. It's fine. Damn. I, it's a, been a disappointing week. I just had to spend $150 on my dogs yesterday to get shots. I'm just, like, really over it. I could sleep for a year. It's fine. It's I don't have anything fun and fresh. I'm keeping it real this week. Don't have nothing fun and fresh for you. I hope you had a better week than me. Damn. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I guess I did. Um, Let's hear it. Um, I was going to say the thing that's really been like fun and fresh for me is I've been buying a lot of like home decor lately. Like, I mean, I've talked about my, um, you know, target and TJ Maxx, um, out of body experience I had a few weeks back. Ultimate plant lady these days, you guys, the yeah. ultimate plant lady. Yeah. Like a couple months ago I bought my first plant and now I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> like there's plants all over my house. Oh, I like problem. she literally showed me all her plants before we I took her on a plant recording. tour. It's yeah. cute. I love it. No. Yeah. I love my plants. Like, Honestly, I was telling Zach, I was like, the amount of, like, fucking serotonin and dopamine they, like, release in my brain is, like, otherworldly. <laughs> I'm glad. We all deserve some of that. Yeah, and, like, they're all, like, thriving. Like, I didn't think that I had a green thumb. I don't. Like, I kill literally everything. I kill literally everything. But, yeah, like, I was, like, shooketh. Like, I wasn't expecting to, like, be the successful of a plant mom, but, like, here you I are, am. You're vibing. I am vibing. Thank you. You're welcome. I love it. But yeah, that's that's what I got for you. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll see. So yeah, you. I think that'll do it for this uh, this yeah. week's regular episode. We'll be back on Wednesday, like Jess said, with Alonzo Brooks on Unsolved Mysteries. So watch it on Netflix. Yes. Okay. And we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.